the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we're going to be here talking about car repair, car questions, what kind of oil. My husband says this. My father says that. My wife does this. Is that good? Um, Where should the kids ride, in the back seat or in the trunk? Those kinds of questions we can handle. Now, today I'm flying with a junior pilot named Jeremy. But Jeremy and I go back 11 years ago. How I, dare you? <laughs> and and we start, well, I started, when I started at KKNT, Jeremy was my engineer. And so we met back then, and Jeremy has been promoted throughout the years, so we don't see one another much. But Gil, my regular um, uh, engineer, and uh, and producer, um, his father passed away, and so uh, Jeremy's filling in for him. And so it's been uh, it's been a long time. Jeremy, have you been in any trouble lately? I've been playing it good so far, staying on everybody's good side. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 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 not something that I strive for, and, and nor does it happen on a regular basis. But nevertheless, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. You can ask any kind of question you want. You can uh, do whatever you want. Just let us know, and and uh, and 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 what what helps speed along the show, and and also helps me is we start with year, make, and model and mileage of the car. So I have a two thousand twelve Ford edge and uh, it's got a hundred thousand miles on it and da 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 and this is what happened um it's it's not important to me with respect to what google said or anything like that because i have story after story after story where someone has said something about google said this or google said that i'm going to give you an example i'm not going to give you names but all my friends will know who i'm talking about so we had this off-road vehicle. It's a Yamaha Rhino. And the Rhino uh, came out with this new designed idea of a fuel pump that ran off of engine vacuum. Now, your engine in your gasoline-powered car has a major suction area in the top of the motor, in the intake manifold. So it's, it's like a big vacuum cleaner that runs all the time, and it's created by the engine. Well, the Yamaha Rhino uses the vacuum from the engine to operate this vacuum-operated fuel pump to deliver fuel to the engine. So I sold this Rhino to a friend of mine, and he's been having problems over the last couple of years. And I saw him on Facebook the other day, and he said something about that he had Googled this Yamaha Rhino running out of fuel issue, and they said that you needed to adjust the valves. Well, 
I couldn't contain myself. I thought I was going to have to change my drawers laughing. However, there is merit to it, but it's so minute and small, it's not even funny. The the If the exhaust valve or the intake valve needed to be adjusted, it would be because they're too loose or too tight. If they're too tight, you're going to have some backfiring going on, and you're going to have some real performance problems going on. And so the least, if if the if you have no vacuum to run the fuel pump, first of all, you're not going to get the motor running. Second of all, if you do get it running, it's not going to run very good because it's got this bad vacuum problem, and it's got the valves that need to be adjusted. So if the valves are too loose, they're clattering. If they're too tight, then it's backfiring and on and on and on. So I laughed at him, and I said, I'm kind of hurt because we have been friends since 1973, and um, you have my cell phone number, but I hear you going to Google on Facebook, and um, why? what happened to the electric fuel pump I put on your Yamaha? He goes, well, when, when I started having this problem, I took it to this guy, and he said, no, we cannot use the electric fuel pump. He says, you have to use the Yamaha fuel pump. So I said, okay, well, when I sold it to you, you had the electric one in it. And you've owned it for like three or four years, and everything's been fine till now. Yes. So what happened? Well, the electric fuel pump Mark Salem put in started leaking fuel. So my mechanic says, no, I'm not going to replace that. I'm going to put it back the way it was from Yamaha. And I said, okay, how long ago was that? He goes, about a year ago. I said, so how's it been then? He goes, nothing but problems. He says, I'm constantly having to crank and crank and crank and constantly getting stuck and it's stalling and dying and everything. And I said, okay, well, I think the historical data that you've just given me says that I was more right than he was (laughs) because ever since he put you back the way you're supposed to and you had the valves adjusted, I might add, then um, you still have the same problem. But So I took a snapshot of the invoice I found from 2000, I think, 17 of the electric fuel pump I put on the Yamaha. And by the way, it's a low-pressure pump. You can't run 15 to 20 pounds of fuel pressure through the, the uh, this Yamaha Rhino. The fuel pressure has to be between like 3 and 5 pounds. So there is a specific specification that you have to order the pump to match. So anyway, I sent it to him, and hopefully he's going to have somebody put the pump back on it. But he's been stranded. And yesterday, Gordy and Daryl were way north of Payson, Again, hauling his rhino home with ramps and a trailer. And I don't know. I, I just don't know. But nevertheless, that's a day in the life of Mark Salem. But if you've got a car problem, 602 But leave the Google stuff out of it because I don't care. There is no way in God's green earth that somebody that lives in Mississippi, Illinois, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, Utah, there's no way they can diagnose your car anymore than I can over the radio. However, the difference is I can ask questions and get closer to the problem. And I've been a master technician since 1991. I've been a shop owner since 1979. And I've processed uh, quite a few hundred thousand cars and trucks and motorhomes, tractors, bobcats, um, boom lifts, uh, diesel motorhomes, diesel trucks, all that stuff. So I've been around the block, and um, I have a really good staff, and I have a really good family participation in our business. And, And this isn't about our business, by the way. That's the reason I never mention it. It's about you. It's about helping you. And one of the things I'm really proud about is is that the the number one question since 1988 I started in Phoenix on the radio in 1988 in 2011 I went I came to KKNT back then the number one question was is where's your shop and I really felt uncomfortable about beating my chest like that so I would say to them where do you live 
As a result of that, the best car repair shops list, according to Mark Salem, was created. And it appears at MarkSalem.com. The shops, I know the owners. I know they're good. I know they have good staff. I know they're honest. I know they're dependable. I know their wives. I know their kids. We all are a big family. And on my website, it says this. If you have a problem with one of my shops and you go through a normal dispute resolution process, i.e. the Better Business Bureau, and the Better Business Bureau tells the shop to give you back $422 and the shop says no, I will. I will. I'll give you the money back. I'm that sure of my list. I've never given a dime back since 1988. Never. Because every shop that did something wrong fixed it. We never even got to the dispute resolution process. So I'm real proud of these shops. And at this show, I want to bring them to your attention. Um, We've been blessed with a good business. We're down in Tempe. We're not centrally located. As a result of that, that's the reason why I kind of stay away from the question on where you're at. Anyway, one of the shops I wanted to tell you about real quick is is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, Brian and Thelma have been working on cars in the Mesa area. And before that, in the 60s, Brian's family, mother and father, and Thelma's mother and father had gas stations in Mesa and worked on cars. So these two young people have been around cars their entire life. The only shop in Mesa that has been able to pass the muster that's created by me is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley. It's the only shop. They have ASC certified technicians. They do a good job. And knock on wood, I've never had a complaint about them. And that's really great. I've never had a complaint about a whole lot of shops. And then if I do get a complaint, I am involved in the adjudication of the complaint. But at the same token, I'm really proud of the shops that those are few and far between. I might have one or two complaints a year on what effectively might be 20 to 30 shops. So anyway, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, you're welcome to call in, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Jeremy will answer the phone. You can say, wake up, Jeremy, and then that will snap him around. And then you can say, I want to talk to Mark, and he's going to ask you your name. And then we're going to get you on the air. So 602-508-0960. So here's my last story before we have to take a break. This morning, my wife wakes me up really early. She's, that's what she says, but I'm up at 5, and she's after that. So she says, hey, I want to run. For, we're in Payson right now. I want to run to Pine. And she has um, some space in a boutique there in Pine called Fancy Finds. And she says, and I sold something, and I want to fill the spot. And I said, okay, fine. Look, I'll go with you. So I helped her put this little chest in the back of her car, and we drove up to Pine. And, and I wanted to stop at McDonald's on the way out for coffee. She said, no. I acquiesced. Okay. I use words I can't spell, so don't ask me to spell acquiesce. So we get there, and I said, do you need me to help you? And she says, just help me get the little chest inside, and that's it. I said, okay. So I had brought my iPad along, so I'm sitting in the car. And then in the corner of my eye, I keep seeing the entertainment blink, and it's looking for, um, it's looking for her phone. So she's in there quite a while, and I just kind of doesn't. So she comes back out, and guess what? The battery's dead. <laughs> the battery's dead. Now, we're kind of sweating because Pine hasn't woke up yet. I don't have any jumper cables in her car. I do in my truck, but not in her car. Through the grace of God, this lady who also has uh, uh, some floor space at Fancy Fine, she stops, and she's my hero. She has jumper cables, and she knows where they're at in her husband's truck. So we get them out, and we jumpstart the car, and we drive back to Payson. We stop at McDonald's and get what I wanted to get on the way up there. 
So here's what I did. I went home, and the first thing I did is I took a voltage reading of the battery. Now, I had just driven about 20 miles, so I expected it to be north of 12 and certainly below 13, because 13 is really the biggest number you're going to see. And it was 13, so I knew that I had a surface charge on it. So then I put my voltmeter on the battery, and I know that the battery's at 13 volts. I'm happy to see that, but if she hits the key and it clicks and the voltage drops below 9.6, then the battery's shorted. And I'm thinking, it's okay, I'll just go buy another one. Well, it starts right up. And then the voltage goes from 13 to 14.1. That means the alternator's working. Ooh, wow. So I put a charger on it, and I put on a 15 amp for like an hour, and I'm just going to top off the battery, and it's an automatic charger that will shut off itself. But but here, the numbers, you're never going to remember the numbers, but the most important part of this is I should have been paying attention because I had evidently done something on her car that allowed her car to continually hunt for her phone. And I should have just reached up to the entertainment center and just hit the cancel button. But that's probably what ran the battery down because I didn't have the door open, and I wasn't using any of the electrical devices. I was just sitting there with my iPad trying to answer emails. But anyway, that's something that happened today. But the most important part of that is three numbers. Your battery should never drop below 9.6 when it's cranking the engine over, and most of them probably won't drop below 10. Number two, a fully charged battery is 13, and a functioning alternator will be between 14 and 15. And obviously, a functioning alternator means the motor's running, okay? So those are the numbers that are really, really important if you're going to keep track of that kind of stuff. 9.6, need it to crack the, crank the engine over. So if you hit the key and it goes click, 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 if you look at the voltage, it's going to be down in the 5 and 6 range. That means the battery is dead, but you can't determine a battery's bad till you try to charge it. you got to charge it first. So you can't just automatically go, oh, well, the voltage dropped to 6 bat volts, you need a battery. Well, never mind, the brake lights are stuck on, that kind of stuff. So anyway, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. The voices that speak for you at your fingertips anytime. Prager, Gorka, Kirk, and more. Live on the 960 The Patriot app. You can listen to The Patriot in many different places, but with The Patriot app, you get access to your favorite shows live, Patriot podcasts, one click to The Patriot website, or to call the station. And you can even set an alarm to wake up to 960. Download the app today on your app store. 960 The Patriot app, the voice that speaks for you. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
Joe didn't talk to a mattress firm sleep expert. And when hunger led him to the deli, junk sleep left his wallet at home. Oh, did I? Leaving Joe checking every single pocket. No, no, uh. Twice. To the frustration of everyone in line. For the type of sleep that makes wallets unforgettable, head to Mattress Firm and unjunk your sleep today. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. This station is not responsible for the problems that Mark may cause for the following. Wives, mothers, daughters, ex-wives, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, stepmothers, daughters, and in-laws. If you find yourself agreeing with everything Mark says, please seek professional help. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. When we first came to KKNT in 2011, um... Jeremy taped that for me, and uh, and we didn't think, and I don't think he thought either, that we were going to get the management to let us play that. <laughs> but ironically enough, they were really uh, their their concern was, is are you okay with that? And I said, oh, absolutely, I absolutely. It's it's something we get commented on all the time. So Jeremy, even though um, that was eleven years ago, it's still something that comes up a lot. I love to hear it. And I am always waiting for that email to give us the 86 on that. But as long as we haven't got it, we'll let it play. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. All righty. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Another shop on the other side of town. Thompson's is in Mesa, but Larry Harker's is at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's got quite a, 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 a circle around his shop because there's not a lot of shops in that geographical area that have been able to pass the muster to be on the, our list. So it's really, really important for you to know that I have sent numerous people from the that part of town to them with problems that that when they talk to me, they start off with, I've got this car and I've got this problem and nobody can fix it. And then we go to, well, what did the first guy do? What did he say? Did he make any progress? Did he make it better or worse? What did the second guy do? The third guy do? The fourth guy do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, 
virtually everyone, and I and I say virtually because I don't know of a single instance where they weren't, but they were able to take care of things. So it, it, from a diagnostician point of view, they're really in the top 5% of our industry, probably in the state of Arizona. I'm not even quite sure I would put me in the top 5%. I might be 6 or 7, but they're very good. Now, they also do oil changes and tire rotations and all the other automotive work. But if you have a car that makes a noise um, only at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday and you want somebody to probably track that down, um, they would be the first shop I would send you to. Larry Harker's Auto Repair, and that's 38th Avenue in Indian School. When it comes to car repair, ladies, and I was talking to you now, ladies and mothers and wives and stuff, I know that your husband's going to tell you what to say. But you, And you can do certainly anything you want to do, but when you get to the auto repair shop, hopefully you're the primary driver of the vehicle you're dropping off, and hopefully you will just give them the symptoms, and at the very best, you would simply write down your story and hand them that, that piece of paper with uh, your, your, your regurgitation of the symptoms. This is when it happens. This is how it happens. This is what I do to make it go away. And when I apply the air conditioning, it seems to make it worse. Those kinds of things, those are so important. Don't forget the diagnostic money is going to be built somewhere between $150 and $180 an hour. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to bracket the entire industry for the metropolitan area. I'm going to say $140 to about $180. So the more information you can give us, the better off you are with respect to cost associated. But even more important than that, those kinds of pieces of paper oftentimes travel around the shop. And sometimes some old guy or some young guy or someone will say, hey, I just fixed that. And this is how, this is check this and see if you have voltage at this pin. And then go ahead and go drive it. But when you're driving, give it gas and hit the brake at the same time gently. And then do this and do that. And then if you have that code set, then here's what I did to fix my car. And that's the kind of uh, sharing that should go on at most shops, and, it, and I think it does. But the more information you can give us, the better off you are. Wives, and uh, don't tell us that your husband said to do this. Um, try not to. I mean, if you have to, it's okay. But if they, if you come in and you say, my husband wants you to change the spark plugs, hopefully your shop is educated enough to understand that there needs to be more discussion like okay what's going on that that he wants us is it just due for a tune-up or is there a problem he's trying to solve i don't know okay could you have him call me because that's going to make a difference what i need to know is is i could create a problem that wasn't there by putting spark plugs in it or i probably put spark plugs in it that could cost him a couple hundred dollars and uh, we're not even close to the repair so just have him give me a call and, and let's talk about what's going on and what he thinks it might be and um, and ask him why he wants me to do spark plugs. Now, sometimes the, the husband will call back and he'll say, it's due. According to the owner's manual, it's 100,000 miles, and I just want you to replace the spark plug. Beautiful. Beautiful. No problem. Gotcha. Gotcha. So those are the kinds of things. And the, day, the days of putting spark plugs in your car and having the bill be $80, that's kind of gone. Sometimes the set of spark plugs, depending on whether it's a four-cylinder, six-cylinder, or V8, depending on where they're buried, sometimes those spark plugs can be six and $700. The good news, it's once a year or once every 100,000 miles. But the bad news is it's a whole bunch of work. Now, on our way in to get the spark plugs, we're going to be in, in, in different areas. So if we're going to have to take the valve cover off, 
to get to the spark plugs then and I'm using stupid examples here but just for for basic classroom techniques I guess you'd say then we should put gaskets on the valve cover that would be the best thing to do so you're going to pay to have the valve cover gaskets replaced and oh by the way while you're there would you unscrew the spark plug and put a new one in you see my point so there's a duplication of labor so let's not pay to do the spark plugs and then six months later pay to do the valve cover gasket because the labor's the same so that's kind of how it works 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 labor and how we bill it is a moving target right now in our industry um, there's we're all pretty busy and um, what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to stay in some kind of a range between the lowest and the highest in our geographical area. The problem is, is unlike before, and I've been in this business, in a gas station business since 1968, before we just had a labor rate and we all kind of just bottlenecked together. There was somebody out there at $26 an hour and somebody was at $23 an hour and everybody was in with you know, maybe 22 all the way up to 27. But we were all kind of together. Today, whew, it is ollie, ollie, oxen free. I mean to tell you, I know specifically that there's independent shops, chain stores, and dealerships that have a variety of labor co- labor charges. So some of them go maintenance is going to be 120. Diagnosis is going to be 180. And major engine a disassembly is going to be 200 so we're seeing a variety of labor rates and a lot of movement with respect to designated labor rates there's still a lot of us older gray-haired guys that are sticking pretty close to just where we're, we're at and 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 I know that most of the guys in my geographical area along with us are in the 140 150 an hour labor rate but we're seeing quotes from a variety of other autumn independent and dealership stores in the 170, 180, 190 area. But I also want to tell you this. It doesn't make a lot of difference because most labor operations are one or two. And when you're talking about the difference between 140 and 145, you're talking about 10 bucks. 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing, and when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. 
Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. Real estate agents and Valley homeowners, are you armed with the most effective tips and techniques to help you accomplish your goals? Are you familiar with the cutting-edge strategies you should be using in this hot market? Tune in to The Real Estate Blueprint with experts Jay Macklin and Brett Saren every Saturday at 12 noon. Learn from successful real estate coaches about how to build a better business, succeed, and get the inside scoop on the Valley market. That's The Real Estate Blueprint with Jay Macklin and Brett Saren, Saturdays at 12 noon. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that a new plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribusunum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that demon automobile, the metal Okay, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Have it your way. Don't call, and I'll just talk for two hours and talk about cars and not even tell you any secrets about cars and, and not side with the women who want me to say that their husbands are wrong, that they say that, that they should use cruise control at 20 miles an hour. And, and then, wives, you can say to your husband, it doesn't work at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> or I should say most of them don't work at 20 miles an hour. Nevertheless, uh, there's another good shop, and in a transmission shop, you understand that we went from transmissions that used to cost $300 to take them out, rebuild them, and put back in, in the 70s and the 80s, we probably went to about $800. Today, we're at the four, five, six, seven thousand $7,000 range for transmissions. The good news is those old transmissions, you'd replace at least one of them in the first 100000 sometimes two. So their life expectancy might have been 30, 40, 50,000 miles. The new ones today, 
will go 150 to 200,000. And let me let me open that up different. 100 to 200,000 is the normal time that the transmission will die. But obviously, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around Phoenix since 1968. And here's how you know they still can work on your new transmissions. Everything in the old transmissions was all about shifting from first to second to third to fourth, whatever. Okay, We would use different devices to do it. So we used cables, we used vacuum pressure, we used throttle pressure, we used centrifugal clutches. We did all kinds of stuff to make it shift from first to second, second to third. Okay, Today we use a computer to make that happen. So everything really is the same. We're just making it happen differently. So if you have a transmission problem, the only shop I can recommend in Phoenix is Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And believe me when I tell you that Phil has met Barney Rubble. He's been around that long. When we had old stone tires on our cars and trucks, that's how long Phil's been around. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Picking a shop is kind of tough if you move into a new geographical area and with all the people that are moving from one house to the other, sell this one, buy this one, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of you looking for, for shops. There's one thing that you can do that kind of works pretty good. You can you can go to an auto parts store during slow hours, usually really early in the morning or really before they close, and then kind of walk up to the counter and find the oldest gray-haired guy there. And, and then this can be an AutoZone, an O'Reilly's, a CarQuest, a Napa, any one of those stores. And you just say, I'm new to the area. And what I'd like to know is, is, is there a shop around here that when they order the part, they keep it and they don't try it on the car and then they don't send it back because they're using your car, your brand new parts to diagnose the car? And I want somebody who's been around a long time. I want somebody that has a little gray hair in his eyebrows or in his facial hair or on top of his head. I want somebody who knows the difference between right and wrong. And I want somebody that you would send your own mother or your father to. And he pays his bills. That's the criteria. There's going to be an older guy at an auto parts store that has a shop that he perhaps uses himself. And that's how you can find a shop in your geographical area. Um, you can also go on the Internet and go to Yelp and some of those other places, the Better Business Bureau website, and look at their reviews and stuff like that. But keep in mind, auto repair, even my own my own store record, um, it is the smallest of disputes turn into the giant world-shattering thing because um, you know the windshield wipers are still streaking the windshield. So you just take all that into, and I'm not trying to explain. I, I'm pretty sure we have four, four and a half stars somewhere around there. But I'm just saying that, that it is an emotional issue when it comes to car repair because the car is an important part, a part of people's lives. So if you're looking for a car, you might try there. You might also ask some of your neighbors. But more important than who do you have fix your car, how long have you been there? What you're looking for is the man or woman who says, well, so-and-so fixes my car. Well, how long? Well, uh, heck, I taught him when he was in high school. That's 20 years ago. Okay, good. That's kind of what you're looking for. (laughs) You're looking for somebody who's been a longtime customer. Then you can follow up and say something like, have you ever had a dispute? Yes. How how did, did they do for you? Well, they did a really good job. Um, Yes, they admitted it, they fixed it, and so forth and so on. I had one lady um, tell me that one of my customers, and she wouldn't tell me who, she said, actually, she said, I got mad at him and told him that this was their fault. And then then later, 
um, I found out that my daughter had done this to the car, and they paid for it. And she said, so they didn't fight with me, and they, and they didn't say no, and they didn't fire me as a customer. They just went ahead and fixed the car. But then later I found out that actually my daughter did what I accused them of doing. And so I guess the end of the question, the conversation would be, well, what did you do? Did you go back and tell the shop that? And maybe yes, maybe no, but it's okay. And there's enough times where the shop does something wrong, and I can vouch for that because my guys have done that too. I'll tell you right now that the other day, we had an old employee and a friend of mine since the 70s, a retired policeman, bring his brand new truck in for the first oil change. And we were busy. That's no excuse. And we forgot to put oil in it. And we gave him the key, patted him on the back and said, God, you got a beautiful truck. And he made it 17 miles down the road before the motor turned into a big molten piece of metal. So we towed it in, and the motor bill was in excess of $20,000. But it didn't make any difference if he was a first-time customer or if he had one of my best friends, which Annie is a former employee of ours. The fact is, is we messed that up. We did it. And what happened was is Eddie, the technician, he got called away from that before he put the oil in it. And then when he got back, and he shouldn't have been called away from it by that, that should have never happened. But when he got back, he assumed that he had already put the oil in it. He closed the hood, pulled it out front. So everybody makes mistakes. My shop, we didn't tighten up a tire on, on through the grace of God, a friend of mine from high school. And he's driving down the road, and the tire bounces around and passes him. <laughs> it's not funny, but with the volume of traffic that most of us do, we're going to make mistakes. And all we can do is, is make it right. And we all have insurance anyway. So if something happens terribly bad, our insurance company is going to step up and, and take and step in front of everybody else to make it make it good. So don't 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 criticize your shop because you read one bad something about that they forgot to uh, put a door sticker on the car for an oil change or something like that. Just take all those kinds of complaints with a grain of salt. That's all. All righty, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem or in a car argument at your house, you're welcome to give me a call, 602-508-0960. We know in uncertain times every little life event is magnified, but the Patriot Insider Club is here to help. Not only will you be in the know first on important news, but we even created the half-off deal program to help in times just like this. Summer is here, and we don't want an AC unit to be at the top of your problems list. So right now, get a new AC from our friends at Christian Brothers Air Conditioning and HVAC for half the price. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals banner to claim this great deal and sign up as a Patriot Insider so you won't miss any of the perks. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees, ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us. But our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. 
we've succeeded, people just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative, it challenges their assumption, so they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this, we're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words. And thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Okay, so you're not going to call in. You don't have any car questions. You want me to talk to myself for the next hour. That's fine. But if you have a complaint about me or what I say or jokes I make or whatever, it's important to just know exactly what to do. So you're going to call the station. And um, you and and the name of the the owner of the station um, is Salem Media Network, and Nadia, Salem Media Group, and and you're going to complain about Mark Salem, okay? So I just thought I'd, I'd help you out with that that circle of information. Good <laughs> luck with that. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get a hold of this Salem Media Group. And then complain about Mark Salem, and and uh, ironically enough, the last name is spells the same, Salem the cigarette. We all, as we, uh, everybody in my family knows, what it's all about. Blackwell Automotive uh, is owned and operated by Tom Blackwell, and him and I have been friends since, gosh, the early '90s. We're two peas cut from the same cloth. Most people that know both of us know that we're both kind of ornery. Um, we both think we know everything there is to know about cars, but Tom doesn't. But I really do. And um, and both of us have been around a long time, and both of us 
and I don't know that this is a trait, a good trait, but we both know BS without having to smell it. And and what and that's good for our customers because the technicians aren't going to tell us something that we know isn't true. They're not going to create a hypothesis that we know isn't true. So the benefit is is that we're both kind of um pretty solidly entrenched in our industry and we know right from wrong and and I'm proud to say that for both of us, we have staff that uh, mimics um, the idea that uh, that uh, the, the whole thing here is is get the information from the customer, diagnose the car, bid the repair, fix the car, and then go drive the car to make sure the repair has been fixed. And that is the procedure for happy customers. So Blackwell Automotive, he's at 40th and Greenway. He's been a friend of mine for many, many years, and you can't go wrong. He handles that whole northeast Scottsdale area. I don't really have a lot of shops up there. That, um, as a matter of fact, he's the only one in that area that has been able to pass the muster. We have a very strict um, group of criteria in order for the shop owner to to uh, have his shop on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list. And one of them is is the owner has to be on site, and the owner has to be involved in the dispute resolution process, and the owner has to have some kind of certification so that he can monitor the certification and the quality of the work of his technicians. He can't be a baker, a candlestick maker, and come in and buy an auto repair shop and expect that he's not going to be buffaloed by his technicians who knows that he was a baker and a candlestick maker. Um, he's not a technician. He wasn't a technician. And I think most every shop owner that's on my list has grease underneath their fingernails in spite of what their wife would desire as they go out to eat. And I'm not the only guy in the world that the wife says, can you clean up your hands a little bit better? And I says, how about I just wear white gloves today, honey? you got to throw the honey in there, and then it makes it all better. So, Martin, gosh darn it, thank you. You know, we, we, Jeremy and I were just talking, and we're usually pulling somewhere between five and and shoot eight calls an hour, and you're the only call this hour. And I thought maybe Jeremy had bad breath, but I'm happy to hear you. <laughs> yeah, I listen as much as I can every week, and I thought, well, I better call him, even though if it was a kind of a dumb question. But the, I always hear all your oil questions every Saturday. Kind of funny. But... Um, the digital readout that shows the oil life on your car, can you go by that? Yes. Yes, it... Yes. The answer is yes. Um, the The car's computer has parameters in it. And the param- for instance, how many times has this car gone through a complete heat cycle, otherwise gone from ambient temperature to 220 or more degrees and then cooled back down? That's important. What's the average speed of this vehicle? If the average speed is r- driven by my grandmother and she's 21 miles an hour, then her oil changes are going to come a little earlier than mine. Okay. And 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 if if all of a sudden my grandson gets my grandmother's car or my mother's car and he starts drag racing um, and and driving Central Avenue in Washington on Fridays and Saturdays, then her car's going to go into a longer oil change. So it's it's an algorithm that's created by temperature, heat cycles, fuel economy, throttle angle, load, weather, humidity, heat, cold, and the answer is yes. They are, are really pretty doggone close. Well, that's great to know because just like most other people, when I get my synthetic oil changes and they put a 3,000-mile comeback sticker, I never follow it. I kind of just go with the digital readout and kind of go from there. 
Okay, then let so. me ask you a question. With in your right. owner's manual on synthetics, it, it could call for between ten and 15,000 miles. Mercedes is kind of on the top end at the 15. There's a whole lot of 10s and 12s and stuff like that. What does your manual say? Does it give you a miles? Um, I have a Honda Pilot that I take in, and then I have a Ford F-150. Okay. And I have not actually looked on, to be honest, in the manual. And that's kind of why I was, but I hear every Saturday you talking about, you know, they want you to come in at 3,000 and they put a full synthetic oil in there. And I know it lasts longer than that. So, yeah, that, that's um, my heartburn. You, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want yep. you to do for me. Please, okay. keep an eye on the, when you're going to change the oil. And, and if there's a door sticker on there, it either has the, 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 it has the mileage when they changed it or when it's due. And sometimes it has both. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah. I, I'll bet that you're, I'll bet you an oil change that the, the time it calls for an oil change is, is very close, if not in the middle of the range your owner manual call for. So if your owner manual says 10, I'm betting your onboard computer is going to bring up an oil change flag 10, give or take 1,000. So it could be 9,000, okay. it could be 10, or it could be 11. But I'll bet it's really close. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely check on that because that would be interesting to know. But, yeah, I always pull that dumb sticker off before I go back in because I don't want to hear it from them. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, <laughs> why didn't you bring it back? You know, this is way overdue. And I'm not going to sit there and argue with them. So, uh, yeah. All right. Let me tell you uh, the default that works better than that, okay? I like what you're saying, Martin. Okay. You just say, hey, look, it. you want to argue with my wife? She hates that door sticker in the window, okay? She says she doesn't like it. So what's your name and give me your business card and I'll have my wife call you. And that will yeah. shut him up fast. Oh, he'll say, oh, never mind. Well, That's fine. It, it's a little podunk place over here in Mesa, East Mesa. But I trust him because I, you know, I've dealt with some other chains and seen the really bad things that they do. And so... Um, they just, I just go in there, this place, only to get an oil change. Anything major, I go to one of your shops or, you know, the Thompson place, and I send my kids to your place or, you know, your recommended places. So I don't even trust most of these places. Well, thank so you for I that. Just appreciate, I appreciate your show, and, I, and I've used your shop with uh, my dump truck from Hail experience <laughs> that Mark or that Alan uh, helped me with this past year that I was able to get rid of. So, um, I heard about the dump truck from hell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so listen. The company I sold it to in Utah, they're uh-huh. not selling it. But okay. they knew what they were getting. I gave them all the records. And so, anyways. All right. So I appreciate your show and I appreciate right. you guys. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. Ed, how are you today? What can I do for you? Hey, Mark, I'm a first time caller, but I've been listening to you and I enjoy your show. Thank you very uh, much. I do remember once you said you were an expert on oil. So, I have two questions, sir. Okay. Um, I got a motorcycle that's been sitting for about a year. Uh, I broke my leg and not on the motorcycle. Uh, anyways, for long story short, the, the bike's been sitting for a year, and I know that you change the oil by schedule, but regardless, if a year passes up, you have to change the oil because of time. But there's only 400 miles on that oil. Is there a little latitude there, or should I just change the oil because it's one year regardless? No, let, let, me, let me explain. There's two things with oil. Number one, mm-hmm. the moisture content. So every time you bring it up to operating temperature and it cools down, we're going to generate a little condensation. Okay? Water and oil equals mud. 
Okay, that's number uh-huh. one. Number two, okay. the longer the engine's running, the more byproducts, the carbon, the metal, the byproducts of the internal combustion engine is going to be in the oil, and then it's going to be caught by the filter. So to answer your question, it makes no damn difference at all if the oil's in the can or in your motorcycle. If it's been sitting there a year, it's as good today as it was in the can. So just okay. just start all over again and don't drain the oil. Because nothing's happened, okay. you haven't gone through any heat cycles. You haven't you haven't put you know you you haven't put a big load on it. You haven't loaded it up and gone up to the Colorado Rockies and and rode Mount Everest mm-hmm. or whatever the Pikes yeah. Peak I should have said. So no, it's mm-hmm. it's as good as it was when you put it in, and you can start here. And if you're going to go five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand, then go ahead. You're fine. Okay, I was thinking the same thing about well, the oil sits on the shelf, you know, and, yeah. but it's just sitting in my crankcase, you know. Well, you're right. So, no, no difference. Okay. No difference. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Sir, is, okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sec- yeah. Real quick. Uh, I got a second question. Um, on, in an owner's manual, uh, you know, it says to change your oil uh, every X number of miles or one year, whichever comes first, and all that. But they say now, if, but if your vehicle's subject to severe conditions, and I'm kind of suspecting that some shops throw that severe conditions. Uh, description around loosely so what constitutes severe conditions okay high speed heavy loads stop and go uh and and uh extreme it it would not be grandma moses going to the liquor store every day that's not that's not severe but high speeds freeway traffic um pulling trailers running the temperature up on the engine to to five eighths or three quarters on the gauge, which is normal, but that's okay. So severe is you're you're working the horse at seventy five percent. So if, if that's that's kind of severe, seventy five percent in north. But if you take the horse and all you do is walk down a Circle K and you walk the horse down there and you get a beer and walk home and drink it, that's not severe. But if you get on the horse and you run that son of a gun all the way to Circle K and then you haul two cases of beer back home, that's severe. Does that make sense? And one other thing about temperature, I know you talk about engine temperature, but environment temperature, like because we live in Phoenix, does it make a difference that we don't live in Seattle? I mean, because it's hotter here, but I'm thinking the engine is designed to deal with high temperatures well, in we the environment, want, I guess. We want the temp. We don't care about the ambient temperature. All the engines okay. are designed to run north at 220 because water boils at 212. Your motorcycles right. should be running 220 or north of that, too. So 220, mm-hmm. we're going to take the water, turn to a vapor, and we're going to send it out the, the uh, PCV valve. So okay. so we're not going to have to deal with it. So the temperature is let's get it into the 220, 230, 240, 250 range. Let's turn the water uh-huh. to a vapor, and boom, we've got clean oil. N- not again, but we've got better oil. So that's the reason why that temperature right. is a big part of that. Okie doke. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you betcha. it. Thank you very much. Renee? Hello. I've got a 05 Mercury Montego here. I uh, love the car, you know, and I love Fords, but uh, I've got one of these dreaded CVT transmissions. Okay. And I've uh, taken it to your transmission place down in Washington, and I've talked to other people, and they put it up on a rack, and they all scratch their head, and they say, oh, my God, you got a CVT. Okay. You know, and okay. um, it's got a mo- lot of miles on it. Now, and it's still running. It just makes a noise in neutral and reverse, you know, okay. whining. Or, you know. Renee, hold on just a minute for me. I, I'm, I'm 20 seconds away, but I want to talk to you because I have an answer. 
and I'm going to help you, okay? Because I, I, I know where you're at, and I know what you're talking about, but I need you to hold. Everybody else, we have four lines open, 602-508-0960. We're going to be on the other hour, on the other side of this break, 602-508-0960. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.